Hello, hello. Uh, welcome to a long overdue next episode of Token Games Podcast. Yes, we do cover news, but I still call it Token Games Podcast. I'm your host and sometimes referee, your friendly neighborhood, Zach Stat Pearson. And today, I'm joined by he who secures, even on Sunday, a one James of House Tono. Hey, yo. Man, that echo's kind of scary. And of course, I'm joined by the tallest Wakandan ambassador to the United States military, a one Michael That Hill. I patiently wait for my items to be brought to me. For those of you not in the loop, Romulus has joined the future owners of a PS5 club. It's a very exclusive club. He had to make disappear a lot of scalpers, but he's finally joined the same ranks as I. I commend you and salute you, my brother. Anyways, side note, I'm genuinely surprised the Ugandan Knuckles meme didn't pop off again when the PS5s got scarce because how, how did everybody just miss? You can make Ugandan Knuckles worshiping the queen and the queen is a PS5. And when he says, do you know the way? He just means, do you know how to get a PS5? Like, it writes itself. It's right there, but no one seemed to realize it but me. Ah, well. All right, so let's get into the news because, you know, we're doing news technically. First off, Marvel Midnight Suns full roster has yet to be revealed. Who else do you want to see? And I'm going to go first whilst I fix my typos. All right, so now this one may be a no-brainer, but at the same time, Factor in public knowledge and recognition of Marvel characters. So this is more like a, it's only a no brainer. If you remember names and the Marvel encyclopedia, the name of this game is Marvel Midnight Suns, right? But who has the alias Midnight Suns in Marvel? It's fucking Shang-Chi's brother. Yes, he has a brother and a sister. So... What I want to know is, did this motherfucker do something that initiates the events of Midnight Suns? Because the way I see it, bruh, it's too obvious to not put him in. Think about it. If they made a Marvel game called Marvel Songbird, they have a character named Songbird. Think about that. Songbird's gonna be somewhere. He just has to. Do you have a game called... X-Men, X-Men's Nightcrawler and the shit's about Gambit and Nightcrawler's nowhere to be found? Fuck no. But that's an obvious one. Who I want to see, um, and this is just because of their scarcity, I want to see fucking Magneto in a playable format. Because all bullshit aside, Magneto being playable is a rarity. I don't want him to be in the game. I want him to be playable in the game. And another one, and uh, I know it doesn't, you know, carry the same weight that a lot of people would expect it to, or, you know, for a game like this, but I legit, I fucking legit, (sighs) (laughs) yawn coming in, I legit want to see Young Cable. I don't know if you guys know about it, but okay. So as we all know, and this is a little bit of a lure thing, but this is pretty cool fact. As we all know, Marvel has primarily uh, 
two or three characters at any given time that are from an exact future and their job is to alter the future. For the X-Men, it's Deathlock, Cable, and Bishop. We learned about 10 years ago why Bishop or what made Bishop want to come back to the past. It was the birth of Hope Summers and him wanting to, well, not have that happen. Um, he, yeah, he was legit trying to unalive her from the time she was born. And no, she's not a biological relative of, uh, Hope. Um, I mean, uh, of a Scott Summers or the Summers family. And also Cable. Cable wants to change the future. And sometimes the past and sometimes the present. But here's the thing about Cable. Later on in the comics, we learned that there was a, for lack of a better term, an evil Cable. They called him Strife. But in the current timeline, there were two Cables. Old Man Cable from the future and the original, or well, the actual Cable, the biological son of Scott, right? That kid. He needed to be, well, born. But they didn't know if he was going to be the one that turns into strife or not. So they let him live alongside old man Cable. So essentially, there were two Cables, right? But one gets sent into a different time, and eventually he comes back to the past, which makes old man Cable. So literally, Cable knows his own future timeline and time transformations from his first time, no pun intended, Going through, going through and doing time travel. Now, here's the thing. Young Cable has a gun and a sword, but it's an unbreakable sword that has some type of insane ability that can make it manipulate electronic devices and shit like that. I forgot the name of the sword or what the sword specifically all can do, but it's like an energy sword for lack of a better term. I want to see Young Cable show the fuck up in this game. Now, let's not make it too leaning one way. Uh, in the female side, I mean, I kind of already implied it. I want Songbird. Songbird don't get no love. I like Songbird because she's got one of the most unique origin stories of a Marvel hero or a villain turned hero. And another villain turned hero, I also want Rogue. Because here's the thing. This is a turn-based game. Well, you get special abilities and unique abilities based on your characters working together or based on what your character can already do. But what can Rogue do? Fucking everything. If she touched Doctor Strange, she know how to cast magic. If she touched Wolverine, healing factor and adamantium. She touched, uh, well, actually, no, I don't think anything happens when she touches uh, the spirit of vengeance. If anything, she just has nightmares and shit. So that's not a good one. But I digress. Here's a character who could literally team up on any team and be a good support character or a good offensive character in a game like this. Because I played XCOM. And let me tell you, XCOM is fun. If you only play RPGs, XCOM gives you better appeal because instead of beating one enemy, your goal is to survive a stage, an entire stage. It is fun as shit. But yeah, that's... That's who I that's who I want to see in these games. And for the love of God, I don't want them to fucking be DLC. If you want to put secret characters in the game, put secret characters in the game. God damn it. Did I'm hoping I'm pretty sure they learned their lessons from Avengers. Matter of fact, 
Bro, that fucking Black Panther DLC, I'm pretty sure that shit was free. I don't remember paying for it and it just loads up on my machine. All right, who wants to go next? Or who needs me to explain something? Let me say that. Do you really want to make me pick people? No, no, no. I'll do it. I'm doing it. <laughs> uh... We're starting with we're starting with the first first one. Well, I can, okay. Well, I would like to say I didn't I didn't know about this uh, this kind of uh, Marvel Marvel game or the dark side of I mean dark side sun. But I find this very interesting, and I will really like to check this out. As far as Wolverine goes, I mean, I it was a big it was a big shocker for me. Hey, 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 hey! We 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 doing one topic per person, then we switch to the next person. Oh, who I want to see? Yeah, I definitely want to see. Uh, I want to see Cable in it. Uh, past or future. Who else I want? I want. I would like to see, cause I haven't seen uh, Doom lately. <laughs> yeah, Doom haven't been uh, been appearing lately. That's why I I really want him to um to join in. And who else? Uh, I think that's it so far. Just cable and doom. No one else. Well, after watch rewatching the trailer to see who they have added, who I could really want. I'm honest. Personally, I'm content with this roster because it adds the fucking heroes that I've never seen, like this new Ghost Rider, because I know he's not based off of Johnny Blaze. I don't remember who this iteration of Ghost Rider is based off of because I looked this up like immediately after. His name is Robbie the Reyes. He's the only Ghost Rider who's got a fucking car. I love this guy. Thank you. The boy Ray is out here. Everything just interests me because after the like the original animated Doctor Strange movie and the newest one that came out, like I have very much enjoyed everything that has dealt with Doctor Strange. I'm glad that they're making him a playable and an integral character in this story in general. So I'm personally content with what they're giving me because it feels like they're actually adding characters you can't really see a lot of. That's all I gotta say for the first one. Oh, I'm adding Blue Marvel to that list just because don't nobody know that nigga exists. Yeah, Blue Marvel. 
All right, moving on. I'm not going to go first this time. Romulus, what do you want to see or have happen in that Wolverine game besides slicing and dicing? Huh. See, if they're going to actually make a Wolverine game by Insomniac Games, the people who have made the Miles games, I want a full rendition of the Canadian Providence he's supposed to be in, unless he's going to be in America, like they did with New York, and the other references to the Avengers, or at least the X-Men in general. Like, at least have Charles Xavier's home. I don't I don't know what the fucking calls his headquarters. I don't fucking remember all that name. But I wanted something like that. Keep that shit open world, too. I want the different costume designs referencing both the comics and movies like they did for Miles Morales. I also want probably a different threading plot. Like, I don't want a one-to-one story from a comic or whatever. I want them to keep it like original like they usually do. Like how Miles was brought up being the Spider-Man when Peter went away or hell, even the other Spider-Man games where they gave fucking, I think, Doc Ock Carnage, you had to run away in that fucking horrid corridor running for your life. If people remember that, I don't know. Get that mixed up, but stuff like that. I also expect very good movement and very good combat mechanics, considering everything they gave Miles and Spider-Man throughout the years. And I guess... Lastly, I kind of want them to do what the people who made the Deadpool game where they give him his mutant healing factor, but they don't give it to you in a way where you just sit there and just heal off everything. Like on the Deadpool game, it was like a gradual heal or gradual teleportation, stuff like that. That's what I want for this game. Unpopular opinion. Slightly off topic. I actually don't want Deadpool in Marvel Midnight Suns because whatever happens, he's going to fuck it up. All right. So. Spider-Man can wall crawl. Spider-Man can web sling. Spider-Man jump good. Wolverine jump good. Sometimes, depending on who's writing him. Wolverine wall climb. But Wolverine no swing. I better be able to fucking claw my way up Madison Square Garden. I would prefer, you know, the game take place in Canada, but you know how shit works with uh, Marvel. Wolverine somehow almost never goes to Canada. He's always in New York or California or some part of North America that isn't Canada, which baffles the fuck out of me. But that's another matter. I want to be able to stick my claws in a goddamn building and do shit to help me get up that fucking building really fast. Don't make it take forever to go up to whatever the tallest building is in New York. I don't know what the fuck that is. So, you know what? Now it's time for a lesson from British Google. Hey, Google. What is the tallest building in New York? 
The tallest buildings in New York City include One World Trade Center at 541.3 meters, the One Vanderbilt at 427 meters, and eight others. Okay, so uh, based on things that happened yesterday, 10 years ago, or 20 years ago, the Vanderbilt building. I better be able to fucking scale that goddamn Vanderbilt building. And I don't care if I can jump off of it and I bounce off the ground and bleed everywhere. I better be able to get to the top of that building. Also, hey, look, my claws, they better be able to go inside of a Sentinel. I'm tired of the bullshit. Sentinels are almost never in any X-Men game outside of the Wolverine games anyway. The last Wolverine game that came out with huge Jackman had Sentinels. The boss fight was fucking weird, kind of. But realistically speaking, the technology's easy now. The last time we had a Wolverine game, Unreal Engine 3 was new. Now, 4 is getting ready to be retired. They're obviously going to keep updating it for at least another year, I think. But fuck the bullshit. We are at a time where Wolverine can literally take his claws through the center of a fucking sports car and damn near cleave the whole thing in half. There better be some way for me to cut through metal enemies and have it at least look close to realistic. It doesn't have to be one-to-one. Also, I want to see that extended family and I want to be able to play that extended family. Wolverine's is so popular, when other characters come from him, they get popular. X-23, now I know you don't remember this. I think I told you about this like, ooh, shit. I told you this damn near fucking uh, six years ago, Romulus. X-23 didn't start in the comics. She just got so popular from the X-Men Evolution cartoon. They said, hey, we want to put her in the comics. Remember that? Hello? Yeah, kind of. Because that's when I first met you, really. Yeah, she was only, and even though she was only in like two episodes in X-Men Evolution's entirety, her ass begins and ends there. But Marvel said, nah, 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 let's see where this goes. But guess what? That's not his only kid. In fact, I don't remember all their names, but Wolverine has had about eight kids that we know about. And before y'all say, damn, that motherfucker, ho. Reminder, Wolverine is over 100 years old. Okay? His natural lifespan is in the hundreds. His natural lifespan is in the fucking hundreds. If I was him, I would probably have at least, you know, maybe 50 kids. But obviously I wouldn't, you know, go willy-nilly with it. I get one wife. After 30, 40 years, she dead, more than likely. Especially if I start dating them when they're 40 or 50, because I look 40 and 50 for a couple hundred years. And I move on. I, I need some time to heal. And eventually I move on. And boom, got another wife in a few hundred years and, you know, do that a few dozen times. Yeah, you should have about 50 kids. So it's not like a bullshit statement for him, bullshit for him to have that many. But here's the thing. Dokken knows all of Wolverine's children. He also, now this is nasty. He also tricked him into killing every single kid that he ever uh, was responsible for conceiving except X-23 and Gabby. Gabby is one of the prototypes for X-23 because X-23 had three prototypes. 
that are alive. One of them ages a little bit faster, but she got the healing factor. So she ages normal, but she looks old. There's Gabby, who's extremely young and she's got her own personality. And she's not necessarily a clone, but more like she's a genetic copy who has her own life. There's X-23, there's Dokken, and I can't remember the other four kids he had that uh, Dokken trick him into killing. And then he's got the one child that Mystique threw away because, well, Wolverine met Mystique before any and everybody. And once upon a time, before she ran off or did whatever the fuck she did, uh, one of the times she ran off after being with him, she gave birth. And yeah, that, that motherfucker was creepy. He's dead now, but a Wolverine who can look like anybody with an adamantium skeleton. That's scary. And he was a bad guy. That's fucking scary. So I want to see those people pop up because a lot of them, bro, they've never even had fucking speaking lines or a voice attached to them for all intents and purposes outside of what is it? Marvel future fight, the mobile game where they literally just go down the alphabetic list and like, okay, this guy looks somewhat cool. We're going to make them a character. And that's it. And even then a lot of those characters, they just have random grunts and shit that are unintelligible, not full sentences or even win quotes or lose quotes. They got a good opportunity to really expand. They really do. And I hope they utilize it well. Don't just stick them in one place either. Let them, you know, be able to take the X jet. Oh, you can go to New York. You can go to California. You can go to the, the Neverland. What's it called? I forget what it's called. But the island where there's nothing but living dinosaurs. Or have them go to, you know, like shit that we only heard seen in the comics. Like Genosha or Alaska or Canada. Don't stick them in one fucking place like Spider-Man. Rant over. Oh, and I want the combat to involve... Uh, some level of co-op, you know, or have some type of a competitive score ranking time attack mode, just some mode that, you know, increases play time outside of, Hey, chase these criminals down, or Hey, there's a random threat. That's going to re-engineer itself every five to 10 minutes. It's not, I don't hate that. Don't get me wrong, but I want something more than that is my point. You know? All right, James, your turn. Well, really simple. I wanted to be an open world, just like Spider-Man. Combat-wise, not so so basic as, you know, just washed up one one of the mill beat-em-ups, you know? Something like constructive. Uh, as as for the fact that healing factor uh, as such, that's a good idea that I want want them to initiate, and not not to mention the story itself. Kind of sort of want a a a deep origin of his story. That's what I want. Okay. Uh, we're going to have a late comer more than likely. But if they're late, they, they just going to go through all the questions themselves. Um, all right. So number three is 
Apparently, old Pokemon games are gambling or count as gambling. I shit you not. Let me go into some details about this real quick. Well, as you all are aware, various organizations have started to wake up and realize that, oh shit, there's virtual gambling, which is gambling in general in video games, which is not only against their own code of conduct, but is illegal in many places when children are involved. And here's the, here's the thing that I've always thought was hilarious. We all know, cause we've said it a billion and one times right on cue officer. We said it a billion and one times. If you want to stop child gambling, you have to cut the head off. You don't cut the head off the Hydra. You destroy the base. So even though examples of the child gambling or gambling and virtual gambling were leaning on NFL and NBA type sports games from EA sports, those guys, Pokemon is the one that got shit on fucking Pokemon. But guess what? It's the old ones from like the late nineties or the nineties and early two thousands. Those are the ones that are a fucking problem. And guess what? That ban. Yeah. Only happened in like five or six European countries. So we just going to skip over NBA 2K anything. We just going to skip over NFL everything after what, 2009? Or basically any of the modern EA games. Again, you're, well, I mean, minus Mass Effect. You're, you're not wrong. Now, here's my thing about it. How the hell are they going to enforce that? And I mean that because one, the games are old. These aren't new Pokemon games. These are Pokemon games that are hoarded for their collector value. Everyone likes to make a joke about the rarity and the power and the value of the first edition Charizard. When last I checked, and I don't play Pokemon, but people tell me this all the time. First edition Charizard can get smoked by a weak ass Pokemon as soon as he comes out on the field. The hundreds of thousands of dollars old Pokemon cards go for. But you're going after games that came out on a system that is not physically produced anymore by its original company. Let me put that asterisk on it because everybody knows that there are legal old system, old system uh, boxes these days. You fucking go after those games that everyone who's bought has already bought or is getting remade or they're emulating. But here's NBA 2K anything literally shows people a slot machine video when they're trying to get things. How in the absolute actual fuck did no one pay attention to this? This is why I keep telling people, I keep telling people, I think all these game commissions, it doesn't matter if it's board game, hunting, gambling, video games, they're run by people who don't play shit. Yep. Because there's no way it should be happening. I'm gonna try to Google the actual information. Pokemon. 
considered gambling. See what the issue. There are too many people online asking, does collecting cards in a card game count as fucking gambling? Too many people. Anyways. Okay, so. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. Peggy. P-E-G-I. And I'm going to send you guys a link to what I'm looking at. As you know, they handled the European rating system for everything under the sun involving games, uh, you know, in the, the EU, right? The PAL region, yeah. Yeah, EU or PAL region, which still not sure what PAL stands for, but I know it stands for something. I don't know either. But here's a direct quote. In 2020... The PEGI criteria were changed so that in fu in the future, any games featuring moving images that teach and or glamorize the use of games of chance that are played slash carried out as a traditional means of gambling will be rated PEGI 18. This refers to types of betting or gambling for money that is normally played or carried out in casinos, gambling halls, or racetracks. It does not cover games where betting or gambling is simply part of the general storyline. The game must actually teach the player how to gamble or bet and or glamorize gambling. For example, this will include games that teach the player how to play card games that are usually played for money or how to play odds in horse races. So they'll be moved into 18 plus. So among these titles getting transitioned, Is literally, literally, like Gen 1 Pokemon games. You know how fucked up that is? And this article comes courtesy of Ryan Craddock uh, from Nintendo Life. But like I said, you know, he's just saying what Peggy's going to do. Right? Um, It's so fucking dumb. Because that also means a tabletop game that has virtual or fake money doesn't require real world transactions is now considered an 18 plus game. Isn't that crazy? Pokemon Red bit. and Blue are now 18 plus adult only games. Super Mario 64 DS will now be a, an adult only game. Oh, wait, we got an update. Peggy offers further clarification, explaining that a straight re-release wouldn't be affected, but an upgraded, modernized version would. Quote, if an older game that is Peggy 12 for simulated gambling will be re-released, it would retain its age rating, provided that it is not an upgraded, modernized, reinterpreted or reshuffled version of the older game. What the fuck does reshuffled mean? It must be identical in content. Otherwise, it must be treated as a new game, at which point the current criteria apply. Historical rating are maintained as long as the game is put on the market again in the same form. 
when we implemented the criterion change in the first part of 2020, we made the conscious decision not to apply the change retroactively. Okay, that's good. We wanted to avoid that the exact same game could be found in a shop for two different consoles with two different age ratings. But you still not going after 2K. Do you not understand why Angry Joe is always angry? Oh my God, this is so fucking dumb. Uh, Well, I would say since your ass is late, you go next, but you got to do the other two questions first. So James, uh, what the fuck you think we got to do to make these idiots who don't play games understand that they need to go after the sports games too? Clearly, clearly they're just asking for, I'm asking for a cry for help because it's just the same thing. And then a new in their news, new game soon after it, there's a decrease on content they have from the previous. So there's no hope for them at this point. Morbid, but honest. That's why we're here. We're giving our honest feelings and goddamn, that was dark, but fuck. All right, Romulus, same question. All right, so the deal with them playing Pokemon gambling is utter garbage because one i've fucking played pretty much all pokemon games up until now and about only no no three games have gambling from second gen all the way i would say into pokemon diamond and pearl and those are just easily just beat a trainer's ass to get get their money get the chips get a trichini and even then, you could get that Pokemon a lot faster by just fucking catching in the little Safari Zone. And even with that, there's the fucking random lottery system where it's like, oh, come in once a day. A Pokemon in your fucking party will be like, oh, this Pokemon's Pokedex number matches our lottery ticket. You gave me this. It's like, that's not fucking gambling. That's just fucking luck. Rather than you actually have games where you need to swipe mom's credit card in order to get 500 points to maybe get a 2% tra- chance of getting LeBron James on your team. Yeah. So that's just fucking bullshit. If you're worried about the time a child would take to get the fucking coins or whatever to get the Pokemon they want, but without actually spending a dime of in-game money rather than just using a VSC seeker for about an hour or so. Hell, they don't even have to do that. They can just sell their gold nuggets they get in-game, beat all the gym leaders and Elite Four members in-game, you create a nice steady profit in-game without affecting any of their financial situation in real life at all or bothering anybody else like there's no way you're going to compare a simple hour grind to the thousands people have spent trying to get one character most on a recent sports and shooting games. All right. So as you guys have already noticed, here comes a late new challenger. Um, Officer, welcome to Token Games Podcast News. Obviously, we're not going to make a TGPN and we're dropping the N and we're just saying TGP yeah. still, but uh, the format is slightly different. We talk about pop culture news and maybe depending on how much time is taken up or not taken up, 
we have one pick your brain question now. So, you know, we're working on a slightly different format, but you know, it's as different as it is the same. However, you missed everything. So you're going to go through the questions in order nonstop. Take the floor. All right. So looking at the roster for this Marvel Midnight Suns, which I'll admit, I only just found out about that. Uh, I think it was yesterday. I yeah, I know I was uh, kind of far behind on uh, that particular game. But eh. as for a character I would want to see in there. Uh, personally, uh, I wouldn't mind Black Panther or uh, maybe even. Sorry, coughing. Uh, Black Panther or maybe. Mm, Black Widow or Winter Soldier, unless they, you know, suddenly reveal later on, oh, yeah, we're including some of those characters, in which case, hey, cool. Okay, uh, number two. Uh, this is fucking awesome. I, uh, I can't wait for it to come out. And, uh, I hope there's more than a few boss fights with uh, Sabretooth in there. Black Panther, Black Widow, Winter Soldier. No magic people? Okay, well, I'm not knocking you. I just thought there'd be at least one magic person, but continue. Uh, they already got Doctor Strange in there, though I suppose Scarlet Witch wouldn't be too bad either. Okay. So, yeah, for... Uh, Topic three, uh, I know why they did the whole, oh, hey, if a game has any form of gambling in it, it's now, you know, a, it's now a sort of a 18 plus thing. But as several of you already mentioned, there are games that have yet to have been, you know, hit by the, hey, this game is now 18 plus uh, sticker because they have, you know, gambling it. But at the same time, I can kind of agree with uh, Romulus's opinion on the whole, like uh, what they got for Pokemon, where you're not spending actual money. You're not spending you know real life money to get stuff in game it's just there is a random chance of certain things and you can just get all the stuff through gameplay but at the same time i kind of get why they were so uh what's the word over how 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 they painted it all with the same brush, if you will. Because, well, any game that has any form of gambling could potentially, you know, if a kid has, you know, that sort of would have a gambling problem. Because as I understand it, it's somewhat kind of a genetic thing. Or at the very least, there are people who are predisposed to 
being addicted more to the concept of gambling. And they just want to, you know, cover their asses. And yeah, the various, you know, lawmakers who put up, who painted all of these games with one broad brush for no gambling. If it has gambling, it's 18 plus. They they're mostly just covering their own asses so that they don't have to worry about every tiny little thing, which, uh, let's face it, in the legal system, it's already kind of a mess, and that would only bog things down further if there was a problem of having to deal with each individual little thing and, you know, all that. So it's annoying that all these old Pokemon games are going to be rated like 18 plus or whatever if they're actually getting released. Are they? Oh, bro. Why are you uh, asking us? You know, I'm not, I, I stopped catching them all a long time ago, but reminder, um, almost every Pokemon game ever gets re-released or remade. True enough. And as I recall, fire red and leaf green came out before the, you know, whole gambling and video games ban. So they weren't affected by anything. But I can see why. It just kind of sucks that it has to be the case. But I don't think we can really convince them to change it because they're the, that particular law is in place so that lawmakers can cover their own asses. They don't have to worry about uh, the various angry mothers uh, screaming at them to you know fix this problem when... Well, to be honest, neither the lawmakers or the mothers are actually going to look at the uh, nitty gritty of the problem. The, you know, more detailed information of, oh, so what exactly is this? Now they'll just hear gambling and games and be like, ah, get rid of it. And, well, the lawmakers listen. And unless we get lawmakers who actually play video games elected, uh, that particular law is not going to change. And, well, I don't think uh, that's going to be happening much anytime soon. There are some who have admitted, oh, yeah, we play video games. But uh, I think we need to wait at least another generation before we start getting lawmakers from the Gen X and millennial generations. That's uh, basically it for me. Romulus, you got any final statements? No, not really. Just um, enjoy your time. Get that sick. Get that uh, free trial. Final Fantasy fourteen, everybody. Officer, you got any final statements? Uh, seconding the whole Final Fantasy fourteen thing, and also fuck you, EA, and double fuck you, Konami. Also fuck Nintendo. Oh damn. But yeah, I, I miss that fuck Konami part. All right, since you've woken up, James, do you have any final statements? I really dislike Konami right now. Where's my zone of enders? Really? Totally canceled. About seven years ago. Ain't this a bitch. You have my condolences, because even if zone of enders pops up again, Konami will find a way to fuck it up. Yep.
Make a slot machine. Ha! Ah, damn. God, damn. <laughs> he had to go that low. That hurts, but it's very accurate, but it still hurts. Yeah. Well, that being said, look both ways before you cross the street. No one in the video game industry who is corporate can be trusted, whether they work for it or with it. But like anything else in life, and like me personally, you have to take everybody or everything as an individual. Sometimes it sucks giving them money, but do you want the character to die? Is the character as guilty as the company? Do they carry the sins of their respective and collective fathers? I don't know. But it is what it is, and life is strange. And I'm not talking about a game.